Welcome to the Octopod, the place to track geeks, techies, and innovators who are making a huge difference in the nation's capital. There are a lot of cool people in the D.C. government tech space, and on Octopod, you can meet them all. Let's tech it out. Hi, I'm Mike Rupert. Welcome to the Octopod. I'm Michelle Roseman. And I'm Nina Leggett. And we're super excited today because we get to talk trash with Acting Department of Public Works Director Chris Geldhart. Uh, we want to first. We're going to cover the new My DPW app, which just launched, and catch up on all things DPW. Um, I'm excited about an app. That's great. There's a lot of apps out there, though. Michelle, what's your favorite app? My favorite app, believe it or not, is the Evernote. Don't judge me. That's really good. That's <laughs> bold. That's a bold I, choice. I know it is. I downloaded that to my Game Boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, Director Geldhart, uh, we're super excited to have him here. Uh, as you know, as many of you know, he was previously director of the DC Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency for five years. He led the planning and execution of three presidentially declared disasters. Uh, he directed the response to major snowstorms, which we'll talk about later, as well as Hurricane Sandy, special security events like presidential inaugurations, State of the Union addresses, visits from the Pope, and as we all know from the past few years, D.C.'s never short on major marches and protests. Uh, prior to joining the district, uh, Director Gelthardt would also serve for more than a decade in the U.S. Marine Corps and also worked major events at the national level with FEMA. But I think most of us in the district know you uh, from standing alongside mayors, um, and help bring information, calm, and confidence to the district, uh, to district residents. So welcome to the Octopod, Director Geller. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, so before we get into the app, I got to know, you did realize it was still winter when you signed up to come back, right? <laughs> uh, I did, and if I didn't, my first day in told me that. We had a snowstorm on the first day I started. Oh, wow. So, so you're, gl- you're glutton yeah. for punishment? Uh, yep. July didn't yep. sound good? No. You know, I would have loved for it to have been July, believe me. <laughs> Oh, maybe that was the uh, origins of the app, just something to alert you. It's all coming. It's, yeah. it's a disaster. <laughs> it's happening. That's right. Um, well, welcome back, Director. Um, so a lot of people are talking about this app, well, at least in our small little nerdy circles that we have in district government. Um, we're really excited for something that will be like a reminder on DPW and DPW services. So we just would really love to hear, you know, what does it do and um, what do you think that the biggest challenges it will address? And how do you plan on getting it out there to the sure. residents and users? Sure. The, first of all, the MyDPW app is we've just started it. The mm-hmm. intent for it is to really be that one place where you can go and get all news DPW or interact with DPW, request services and things like that that would feed back into our 311 system. But to start it out, we started with the, the street sweeping because that's now it just started. Um, we're in week two of uh, week one of street sweeping, excuse me. Um, Days go long, um, but uh, we uh, we're in yeah, exactly we're in we're in week one of street sweeping, and uh, I signed up for the app as well. And of course, I'm getting the notifications ahead of time. I got them earlier, even before the week started, letting me know, hey, starting off on Monday, we're doing street sweeping. Um, so it it's really good for for residents and those that just work here in the district to download and have it because it'll tell you where we're sweeping, and you add in your address, whether it's your work address, your home address, or both. And it'll give you an alert as to when that street sweeper is going to come, when you need to have your car moved. Because the last thing we want to do in DPW is write tickets. We do it, but that's not really what we want to do. So we'd rather have you move in time. So it's working. Uh, it's giving people alerts for that. Um, there's some other things that we have it set up to do as well, but that's mm-hmm. the first thing that just started now. That's great. Yeah, Director, that's such a great app coming from New York City where I really think they should have used that type of technology, <laughs> but that's a whole nother podcast. But um, 
let, let, let us know what other types of technologies in DPW have been deployed or either looking to be deployed for district residents because when people think about DPW, they usually don't marry it with technology. Right. And, you know, we're working to change that. Um, a, a lot of the things that I've been talking with folks coming in um, in this last month that I've been on board is how do we, we get more into the 21st century because that's where our customers are and that's where we need to come to. Um, a couple of things that we are doing um, right now, though, we have a, a automated uh, vehicle locator system on all our plows um, and certain other of our vehicles as well. Are you that, losing a lot of your plows? Not necessarily <laughs> losing them, but making sure they don't get lost during okay, a snowstorm, which is important. Oh, oh great. Um, okay. And letting us know where they've been okay. really is what's good. So through that, we can tell which streets our, our plows have treated, have been on, mm-hmm. um, so we can get a good track and a good real-time understanding of where are we in the city with getting snow taken care of, our ice and things like that. Um, we also have, um, in the in partnership with the Department of Health, uh, we have a number of solar trash cans uh, that compact trash without being connected to any kind of electrical grid or anything. Um, so that's helping. Um, we also have about 400 smart cans throughout the city um, that tell us um, and, and let us know uh, when they're getting full so that it can help us optimize our routes. Now, these are our pilot programs and things that we're just starting out on to, to get a feel for them of how useful they'll actually be in the city. Um, we also have uh, a, a tool called Where What Goes Where, okay. which is a, a tool from uh, on our zerowaste.dc.gov uh, it's actually like website. a game. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, and it just allows you know folks to go on there to say you can add in whatever you want. Wow. Um, and it'll tell you what to do with it to dispose of it. Oh, that's awesome. So. Yeah. I can imagine that has a lot of um, carryover, not just for adults, but even kids as well. It's a good yeah. way to teach them to be responsible and handle their trash properly. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, okay. to get that outreach out there. So Excellent. Well, that Zero Waste team, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's one of my favorite uh, teams you got going over there, Annie White and Helen. Um, and I just, I'm very impressed by what they're doing. And I think one of the things that we tie back in, uh, here at Octo, obviously being a tech firm or agency, is e-waste, elect- electric, electronic re- recycling. And I don't think a lot of people understand you can't just toss your, your batteries or your laptop or your computers in the trash anymore, or you never probably should have in the first place. <laughs> right. um, no, no comment from me. I know. <laughs> we won't judge you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so I just wondered, you know, for our listeners, um, what what are the reasons behind that? Like, why do we need to separate our electronics from our normal trash? Yeah, so so e-waste is a is a big thing, and, and not a lot of people know this, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what do you do with the TV when you buy the new one? You're going to get rid of the old one, right? What what do you do with it? Things like that, printers, computers, you know, and there are some harmful chemicals that can be released from those kind of things. So, um, what we ask folks to do with things like that. Um, if when you buy your new one, the place where you buy it from will not accept your old one and recycle, um, we ask you to bring it to our Fort Totten um, station. Um, and it's open for, for doing that kind of household trash, that e-waste type of stuff. Um, at uh, uh, For every Saturday from uh, 8 to 3 and then the first Thursday before the first Saturday. That's a long thing to say. I'll say it again. First Thursday before the first Saturday of every month um, from uh, 1 to 5. They can bring them down and, and dispose of them down there. It's a free and easy way to do it. And we ask people to do it. Don't put it in your trash right. mm-hmm. because then it gets mixed in and, and that's not what we want. Well, I think um, uh, I heard you make some comments yesterday that I thought it was worth repeating a little bit today. Um, but you left HSEMA. You have a long career both in the military and, and, and government um, and here in the district. 
Um, but you left for a couple of years. What did you learn in the private sector uh, for that brief hiatus, and now you're coming back? What did you learn during those two years about technology, and, and, and how do you plan to use that now that you're back? Sure, and if, if I wasn't mistaken, Mike said I had a long career. I think he's calling me old. <laughs> but, yeah, well. um, but, but we'll go past that real quick. Um, no, but to get to your, to your question, Mike, you know, this time I've been in and out of government a few times uh, working in the private sector. Uh, this time I w- was a chief operating officer for a software company. And uh, one of the things that I – and we sell software to government. Um, and one of the things that, uh, that I noticed when we were out there um, with our product was – kind of we would get one customer that would come in on the operation side and say we need your software to do this thing and and then we'd have cios come in from from more of the 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 chief information or technology officer type of perspective and they'd have a different perspective and we want to use it for this the bottom line what i found out there is that the, the absolute need for both the technology side of the house and the operation side coming together not only for what's needed in a software or a system that's brought in especially into government, but then how does it get rolled out? Who's going to use it? What's the expectation of using it? And what's the governance behind it? Because without that, you're bringing in systems and you're spending millions of dollars to bring in software and things like that. That ends up just sitting there and not getting used to its full potential. Yeah, it's something we deal with all the time. Everyone, We get calls 30 times a day if someone walks in with a magic briefcase. Everything's solved. Yes. Open the magic briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, so now we're, we want to move on to the next piece, uh, which we call by the numbers. Okay. So we're going to give you a little, a little quiz. Um, in 2016, Snowzilla, we always had the best names for storms in the district. Uh, what was the total snowfall over that three-day period? Do you remember? Um, you know, depended on where you were. Um, a lot of the news agencies in this area will report out on total rainfalls, total snowfalls, temperatures at Reagan National Airport. And what I had to continually remind folks is Reagan National Airport's not in Washington, D.C. Um, so we're a little bit, you know, it's, it's different what we have. And if you went throughout the city, um, you would go anywhere from about 21, 22 inches in our northwest area to about 17, 17.8 inches, I think it was, in the, in the city core. So we kind of went around with that 17, I think it was 17, 8, 17, 9, somewhere around there. Did you cheat before yeah, you came Yeah, wow, like, spot on. on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was great. No, I lived that for four days and then had to explain it for I know you years did. after it. So. Would you like to do trivia one night? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and it's, it's funny because I think right before uh, right before you went to HCMA, there was Snowmageddon, which is where all oh, this yeah. insanity started. It was the first time snow met with social media. Right. Um, but that was actually tied, 17.8 inches. Wow. Tied, Snowmageddon and Snowzilla. Um, all right, next one. I am 68 gallons and 48 gallons. What am I? I am 68 gallons and 48 gallons. Um, perhaps the size of our garbage cans. In <gasps> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We need, a, we need a, like an alarm or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the well, reason I, I know that is in my first week, I ran two garbage routes for uh, for the agency. And, and uh, I'll tell you that the 68 one is much heavier <laughs> when oh, full <laughs> than the 48. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, those guys do a, a great job every day out there. And, and they're really taking care of our city so my, my hat's off to them yeah, yeah. and we were actually octo wasn't really closely involved in that pilot that you talked about earlier at smart ways this was yes. just such a really cool and you start to really respect all the obstacles that get in the way yeah. of just picking up trash it's hard yeah. enough to commute let alone commute or commute through city streets with one of those big trucks exactly. and 
So the, those guys are heroes. I have no idea how they get it down the alleyway every time. Honestly. I mean, literally, it's it's like so tight down yeah. there. But they do a great job. All right. Uh, the final by the numbers. If I since you're back, if I said 4 a.m., what does that mean to you? Oh, we're doing a snow call. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so you're the champion three. of by numbers. Yeah, I was going to say three, three for three. You were great. <laughs> um, well, we're going to start a board and put your name up there. So, director, where can people find uh, my DPW app? Uh, so, for the my DPW app, you can get it both on the uh, App Store for Apple and Google Play for uh, non-Apple. I'll just go that way. Yep, that's what um, my mom calls it. Yep. I'm not Apple. Um, <laughs> and, and so, those are the two places where you can you can download the app from. Um, and you know, I would highly suggest folks to do that mm -hmm. because not only are we doing the street sweeping on there, the leaf collections on there now, our booting and towing, so you can add in your your um, information on your vehicle, and it'll tell you if you've been booted or towed. Um, won't tell you ahead of time, right. but it'll tell you that you have been, <laughs> so that you know something's happened. Yeah. Um, and it'll tell you where your car is if it's been okay. towed. Um, but we're going to start to roll out more and more of our outreach and things that residents need to know or visitors need to know that are here mm -hmm. um, for our services uh, on that app as the days and months go on. And what are you guys doing to get the message out about the app, um, and how can we help? Um, so we've done uh, uh, media. Um, we've got all of our flyers and, and um, social media things and like that out there. And, and all I would say is, um, as we do very well in this city, mm -hmm. one message, multiple voices. So for your constituents and people that you know and your neighbors, um, as you go home, um, just let them know, hey, this is something that will help you out. And that would be very helpful. Great, great. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming by. Is there anything else you want to add at the end? or? Um, no, you know, first, I just want to say that, that Octo has always been a great partner of the agencies. Um, I've now had, I'm not going to say how many years, Mike, you tried to already make me look old. Um, <laughs> 32 is an old director. <laughs> I can't remember 32, I think. Um, but, uh, but, but no, Octo has been a, a great partner. And uh, as, as we move forward, as we move our agency more into the 21st century, we're going to continue that that partnership, and and uh, and I've always had the utmost respect and and thanks for the folks in Octo for the things that they do, so that I don't have to do that because that's a that's a huge job. So thank you. All right, we appreciate. It. Well, thanks for coming by. I'm Mike Rupert, Michelle Roseman, and I'm Nina Leggett. Oh, oh, and I also have a mattress in my alley. I want to talk to. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the Octopod. Thanks, everyone. For comments, criticisms, better jokes, or for more information about the topic. Follow us on Twitter at OctoDC or use the hashtag Octopod. That's O-C-T-O-P-O-D.